0: Hello and welcome to The Life Pod, hosted by Michael Panay and Karim Dow, brought to you by MK Enterprises, a community based on discussing life topics and driving continual personal development and growth. Send through any topics you want covered
1: and be sure to follow and tag us on all social media at MK Enterprises. We hope you enjoy today's
0: episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Life Pod. Today we have on Jason Gilear, Ben Scott, owners and founders of STC Fit. Welcome on, boys. Thank you so much for coming on.
2: Evidence. Thanks boys Thanks for having us very Nice intro Yeah okay. very good Yeah, yeah. Like told me exactly what the podcast is yeah, about it really
3: about. sets the mood Listening to their intro at the start too I don't mind it Yeah because when,
2: when You messaged us about the, the episode I messaged mm-hmm. Jason like Do you know what their podcast is about? Now I know exactly what it is It's good yeah. I'm, glad. I'm glad Very good yeah. I'm glad
1: that that was the point of the intro, just so people come across it. Just, like, oh, what are these guys? Yeah, about? Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's no, literally like
0: thirty seconds. You know exactly what we're about. It's like if you're not if you're not for it, uh, you can nah, just keep scrolling. You just leave. Yeah, just, yeah. just walk out the door. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Click on another one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, you'd, but you'd hope in today's day and age, like people are more aware of personal development and just upskilling, just being a better human, being less shit. <laughs> that's yeah, because it's such a shirt on. that's that that's what it came about for us. Because especially people in our age and today's day and age, like everyone's just about like the social media and the flex and it's like we're moving away from this being a good human learning being smart evolving speaking with people i'm like i don't like this
2: did you catch that our age jace that's because we're old
3: Look, I did catch it. I just tried to fucking just disregard it. Like I still feel the same age as you guys. I may same, not look it, and, and actually have it in physical physical ability.
0: Your physique says otherwise.
3: My body says thirty five, but my mind says twenty one.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But,
3: yeah, right. uh, but yeah, I agree, man. Um, I think. Are you thirty five? Yeah, I'm 34, so yeah. Fucking yeah. age? We, you I'm yeah. 32, Why, well, What did you think I was? Like, That's hey, fucked I, I up, thought, Michael. 40. Come on, bro. I,
1: I thought you were going to be like- 45. 45. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, I mean the beard, but nah. um Honestly, <laughs> hey, I, can f- we just
0: take a moment to appreciate it? Like how yeah, perfectly like girthy is it?
3: Whilst you're sitting there just- <laughs> I've got all 17 <laughs>
0: pubic hairs on my face. Yeah,
3: there's a lot of work that goes into this bad boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot, of, now, yeah. honestly, I thought you were- Ben and I are doing it tough. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, right, good man. I like mistakes, mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a boy, this guy. Yeah. Let's yeah. just. Two Trim's wogs. heart just went. <laughs> 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 it's, like, it's like two wogs. I'm supposed yeah. to be the favorite. <laughs> yeah. Are you wog too? Uh, Well, yeah, it's funny because like I'm half Maltese and half Australian, whatever that is. I
0: thought you were Italian for some reason.
3: Yeah, everyone does. Everyone it's thinks Malta. Malta, 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 it's it's Malta Italy. Italy. Yeah, it's same, tomatoes, same. Tomatoes, tomatoes, <laughs> tomatoes, apparently. But um. I just look like my dad. Like mm. my mum, just her genes just weren't weren't strong enough.
1: Is your mum was your mum the l- my mum's Australian?
3: I look more like your mum than you do. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So
1: I you don't look know if more I... European.
2: Really? Yeah, you,
1: there's a European side yeah. to you as well. You what's, yeah. your, what's your background, Scott?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm irish scottish Does that doesn't mean like australian so
0: scott's just aussie
3: what's your, right. yeah. what's your background white yeah. yeah if you say you're aussie that board It's <laughs> like these are all yeah. the places that it could be yeah
0: um i want to yeah just like let the people know who you guys are what you guys do separately and then how sort of you guys came together became what what it is today
3: done. uh i'll go first because the bank like tied in a nice little bow for us um, so yeah, so I'm Jason. Um, I am yeah, director and uh, co-founder of STC fit. Uh, I've been a personal trainer and a coach since I was, uh, 21. Uh, so now I'm 34. So I a bit of a, I, I would like to consider myself an OG of fitness now because you know, in <laughs> fitness you have to be considered an OG after like three or four years. Yeah. Um, like people think that you've earned you your stripes. So yeah, so I'm a bit of a dinosaur. Um, was a PT face to face moved online, you know, into um, bodybuilding, contest prep, body transformations, that kind of stuff. Strength training, that's really the wheelhouse that I like to work in. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I, I personally, you know, I'm, I'm a video game nerd. I uh, love my dogs. Um, I like to bodybuild as well. I'm just really bad at it. Uh, Cause I got bad genetics, <laughs> but I still love to do it. I still love the, uh, the, the, the consistent pursuit of excellence uh, in the gym and stuff, trying to train hard and uh, set a good example for my clients. And yeah, like work with Ben, uh, we run a podcast as well. Like we are into personal development, education programs for PTs and stuff like that as well. And uh, yeah, that's kind of pretty much it. Like, you know, lots of uh, fingers in, in Dabbling. lots of pies. Yeah. It's like lots of, lots of different things within fitness. So yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah mine's pretty similar um coming up on 12 years oh, next shit. month I think. damn yeah so the one year in sales and then it'll be 11 years coaching yeah mid-november at some point which is cool so I, i'm an og now
3: as well so we, we do years. the whole like over 25 years combined, combined, experience. combined experience you know yeah. that's the that's the flex that's the selling point that's, that's our, the flex that's yeah. our social
2: flex <laughs>
3: <laughs> worked with hundreds of people yeah, yeah
2: yeah um so yeah for me started out Working predominantly with like gen pop, fat loss, that kind of deal. Um, I was even worse at bodybuilding. So I got rid of that much sooner than Jason. I
3: was Ben's first personal trainer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh did, wow. So he, that's how it started. Yeah, he didn't I, get me jacked so I I, went to I trained Ben, so I met him at the gym. Like our, our my boss was like, You Ben's new to the gym and he's a he was a staff member and he's like, You guys are gonna train together. And yeah. I was like, Okay. Yeah. So yeah, took him I'll, under my wing and made him spew every leg day.
1: I yeah. love how you guys say you suck at bodybuilding, and they're just too, <laughs> jacked, just too jacked. But like, you're both coaches too, because you'd think, oh, like bodybuilding, it's almost like you know a recipe book. Like if you follow this, 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 you'll you'll be jacked, or you'll be, you yeah. know. It is it to, to an, an extent.
3: We, when yeah. you work with the just people, the, when you work with the right people, yeah. you've or got you, the genetics, or you see friends of yours who have it, mm. you know you got because the, the recipe yeah. actually
2: yeah. starts with your parents. Yeah. <laughs> like there yeah. is a recipe book, but it yeah. starts with your parents. Well, yeah. I would. Yeah. I actually would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I think I trained for like three or four years, um, and then my cousin started training. Like six months, he exceeded my my gains and strength. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck this!" That's when I knew that I just didn't have it. Yeah. But it didn't. It doesn't stop me. Yeah. It's still yeah. fun. Yeah. It's still fun. That was yeah.
1: almost like you and I,
3: where it's
0: everyone, <laughs>
1: outside <of me>. <laughs> <laughs> everyone outside <laughs> of you <laughs> hates it. Bro.
0: It's
1: like bullshit. It's, yeah, Feels bro. Yeah. these fucking are the cards i'm on your, they're I'm on your team you bro. guys dealt in
3: the hands
0: like I, said, I, I i do the same shit that i do for myself my cards are like, cool eating a surplus hit your protein let's train like fucking animals and they just grow and up. i'm like
2: <laughs> so i think yeah. i think you guys had reese on last week yeah. yeah so when i realized i was really shit at this was i basically did a 12 week training camp with reese same program, same nutrition strategy, oh, a, same he, everything. Yeah, I reckon he put on like fucking six kilos, and I put on one. I was like, <laughs> All right, I get it. this is, We are not the same. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah. So that's I, I moved to powerlifting because fuck being that bad at it. Mm. Um, but I was also I, it, it's hard. Like Jason was saying, when you hang out with the right people, like you train with Will crozier and Anthony Cruiser and those guys. Just like okay, you're a gorilla. You're, you're not made of the same material as me. Weapons, but yeah, had a lot of fun doing powerlifting. So I still coach a lot of people in the strength space. Uh, more recently, moved into what is quickly becoming the the popular term of concurrent training.
3: The next wave.
2: Yeah, you're so to concurrent training. You're yeah, I, I, I haven't even heard uh, that yeah. term. So essentially, it's just being superhero weapon goals. So like, you can run long you can run fast you can jump you can throw you can lift heavy weights you look good without a shirt on crossfit. is that just like another word so, of functional training
3: it's more, oh. it's more proper crossfit i would call it Yeah, proper so it's, periodized it's executed crossfit yeah
2: so i a a, i think crossfit's probably a closer way to explain it but it's out without the rigidity yeah of what crossfit is yeah. and the workouts that like, they have the sp- yeah the specific okay. workouts that they yeah, have like cool. you don't it's have similar to like
0: athletic development cross stuff as well yeah CrossFit? so it's
2: okay. snc mm. kind of deal um, but one of my uh, one of our friends just changed his instagram handle to the cross lifter and i was like that's fucking sick yeah it's just so cool. like the gymnastics elements and stuff of crossfit i'm like yeah and the olympic lifting i don't really care about olympic lifting yeah. i still like the main three mm-hmm. but i also like to be able to wash my own back and top put on my shoes and <laughs> shit like that um yeah, nah. that as a powerlifter i was unable to do so yeah feels i can still resonate with that like i'm like
0: not like fat but like i'm like pig bulk like really fluffy i'm like man the steps at the gym like fuck i gotta go up like 10 steps and yeah. i'm like rooted like i'm like bro, done well <laughs> like, i gotta fill up like my water bottle come back to a client I'm like
3: yeah do you sit so, like, I, I love i love
1: cutting that's why i love cutting
2: the, mo- the moment for me that I was like, okay, this has gone too far. Is my wife and I were getting ready to go out for dinner. <coughs> she was in the bedroom. I was in the living room and she just yells out, you okay? I'm like, yeah, why? Well, I'm just putting my shoes on. She's like, I can hear you groaning. Do you need help? Like, do you need me to tie your shoelaces? Your I, was like, like, I was like, yeah, oh bro. fuck, this is a real problem yeah. now. Like I have to do something when about you, it. When
1: you like
0: wheeze, cause you're just so out of like.
2: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah. But then it's like.
0: The dad bod is such like a normalized thing now. It's like, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's like, it's almost like made to be like a really good thing. It's like, if you're like sort of bulky, you're Jack. you got a bit of fluff. It's like, all right, but it's like, we shouldn't just be skinny fat. Like you're like, yeah, mad. I feel like it's almost, it's made to be like this normal, happy, healthy thing.
2: The interesting thing about the dad bod, I saw a cool video the other day of, I think it was just a meme actually. It was just like, what people describe as the dad bod and what actually goes into yeah. it and it's like 10 years of training a few cycles of gear and then you put on a little bit of weight <laughs> after you stop yeah like, literally that's like the idolized yeah. version of a dad bod it's like it's still not just a normal dude like yeah it's not yeah. just a skinny dad that's <laughs> yeah. never yeah. lifted and drinks beer like yeah. that's
0: literally not what it is yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah
3: yeah yeah he's just a dude that like wants to now tell people about how, what he used to be able to lift yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. sounds like that's a train. <laughs> Yeah, oh, right. It comes out every now and then. I used to be able to do this.
0: So, so you coach Ben for a little bit, and then how did that morph into let's be partners and this huge (laughs) business you guys have? Such a wonderful story.
3: Yeah, so.
2: The initial stages was we felt each other out a little bit. We did um, no, a no. boxing <laughs> with that oh, too. They, I, put, mate. I put tan on for Jace's yeah. show. That's a experience. Yeah,
3: anyone that applies a dream tan onto you, like, they're best friends for life. <laughs> they <are. laughs> would be. There's some places that that dream tan goes that, yeah, yeah not many yeah. people would actually go.
2: Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you'll have nightmares, but it's fine. Um, no, so we ran a boxing group together. So basically there was, we were either end of the spectrum. So I started in sales, so I was really good at that. And my prior jobs in retail and stuff had made me pretty good at that side of things. What were you doing in sales? Uh, I ran a parts department at Super Cheap Auto. auto. Uh, We took that particular store from like um, the second last store in Victoria to number one. Yeah, wow. Um, So that was like a cool experience. Went to uni, did engineering, hated it ended up did you finish I, it i nah nah i um I, I went to the gym just to get a job and i thought i was applying for the reception yeah. job and then i landed at this fucking induction with this 100 page sales training booklet and a week induction learning how to sell i was like i guess i'm a salesperson <laughs> now um so yeah i had that skill set and then jace obviously had the university background so he was a much better technical trainer so from me training with him and then me doing stuff in the gym, I still remember the day that I walked in to train with Jason. I was like, oh, I just put my prices to 60 bucks for half an hour and like just fucking steam nearly came out of his ears. Cause he was like, I know I'm a fucking better trainer than this kid. And he's just putting his prices up <laughs> to that. Why aren't I tra- charging that much? Um, so there was a bit of back and forth. He was teaching me technically. I was teaching him uh, back end. We even just like introducing contracts and all that kind of stuff, which wasn't, as normal as it is now, 100. Um, so then yeah we ran a, a boxing group together that went really well and then <laughs> you can tell the story about the, the proposition to to move what was then STC fitness <laughs> to STC fit which yeah. involved Jace. So
3: Ben asked me to catch up with him at the local uh, we'll call it the local pub um, and he had a, a A4 printout uh, of you know, text and it was on yellow paper because he had no white paper left. and it had this like border this like flamed border on it and shit so what it was was like just the proposition of the business plan this is like you know what it's going to look like and and whatnot um like where stc fit was going and stuff so being where i was at the time with you know kind of how i saw myself uh with my career i didn't really kind of know what the next step was uh wanted to be a part of something wanted to you know have some vision and direction but just like i was just a good I was just someone who loved training people. I still am now, thirty-four years old. Like everyone, that's wants why you to, went back to. Everyone 34. wants to be an online coach and an online coach only. I, I did it, and I'm like, nah, fuck this. Like, I need my my best skills are applied one-on-one in the gym, uh, and my passion lies there still. So, that was kind of where I just always saw myself as one week ahead. So then showed me an opportunity to be a part of something that still aligned with my goals and still aligned with the vision and stuff. So yeah, like it was a. Very, very formal and funny story, but <laughs> it kind of was the, the meeting of two people that really complement each other in business.
1: I think it's really good though, as a coach to have, you know, for you to actually enjoy that one-on-one because yeah, online coaching is great, but then you've also got those clients too that really cherish that one-on-one time and, you know, they're not ideal for online coaching. So I think it's good because a lot, I feel like a lot of people, and correct me if I'm wrong, in the industry at the moment are moving on towards of a more online coaching
3: yeah i i think the, like the, you know without you saying the c word and using the pandemic as the um as the excuse for this acceleration of online coaching but it definitely did you Accelerate. know take the tra- take the tra- trajectory and, and 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 move it forward a bit a bit faster that was
1: with everything
3: though. Right? Yeah. yeah pretty much um and then now it's seen as like you know because the the best thing about it is the flexibility right like you know you're in the gym, you, you have sessions, you're bound by time and you're capped in terms of earning potential because there's only so much time in the day, right? Mm. But online coaching gives you that flexibility. You know, you can train whoever you want, you can train people around the country, you know, whatever. Um, but what it doesn't give you is the ability, the soft skills to have good conversations and get the most out of somebody. If you haven't been a one-on-one coach, like you, ha- you don't have the, the, that ability to troubleshoot and build those relationships and have those discussions with your clients, to really kind of unpack the problems that these online coaching clients and stuff are having. So it's a, it's definitely tremendously valuable to have as an adjunct to your business or a part of your business. But if you haven't done the boots on the ground, face-to-face stuff, mm. you're going to struggle a little bit to build those relationships and and keep your clients and, and forge really long relationships uh, with, the, with those people that you're working with.
1: Yeah, agreed. And I they, think, sorry, yeah, I think uh, training at the gym alone with a coach or without a coach, a lot, uh, there's that aspect there where it's, you know, socializing and seeing those people that you do know at the gym and having that chat here and there. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's times where I go in with a hoodie on and I don't want to be disturbed at all. Um, but like, you know, it's good to, to go out and that socializing aspect. And I think that's what was probably one of the hardest points in COVID was that we couldn't have that, as well as the equipment and everything. But I think it was that whole dynamic of actually going out socializing which really mentally like fucked a lot of people
3: yeah
2: i think there's two sides to it there's values which we talk about all the time yeah and what what values you hold yeah of high importance so listening to you speak it's like community is a high value to you being able to get amongst everyone else and do all that kind of stuff is really important Mm. same with jace like that connection with people is really important we had a guy come through our standout pt course who was like Moved his entire business online, was killing it. Making more money than he'd ever made, had more time than he'd ever had. And he was like, I hate this. Going back to face-to-face because it's like connection was super important. He couldn't build that online. So that that's one part of it. And then I think like, if you go into any gym, even sliding scale from like the, the general Poppest of gen pop gyms through to like a boutique gym, mm. there's a small percentage of those people who, are willing and able to do online coaching. Generally speaking, it's not a Pop client. Yeah. The Pop client wants an appointment to show up to, someone to interact with, and someone to distract them more than anything from the training. Mm. Yeah. Whereas online, you need to have someone who's going to show up just no day, day out without you. The accountability is there with the check-in, but it's not the same. Um, so I think that's the other part of it too. And I think... We're, what we're seeing now is a shift back towards face-to-face because those gen pop people are finding like oh, well, online didn't work. Yeah. And then the coaches who don't have a specific skill set with a specific group of people are also now like, fuck, I can't find online clients anymore because mm. they're all going back to the gym. Because mm. you to advertise like, hey, get fit, tone up online, it's like, okay, well you just went from twenty trainers in your gym mm. to twenty thousand online that you're mm. competing with. So if you don't have something that you're a specific problem that yeah. you're solving that n- let's say no one else can is the goal, then it's like it's really it's really a challenge to to do that.
0: Yeah, agreed. So differentiation again is always gonna be a key point. It's
1: yeah. so like 100%. how do you guys like to train? Because I'm quite so just to give you guys a rundown i feel like i'm a quite motivated trainer on my own so Krim and i actually met in the gym at a little gym in dandenong xfc I had oh, shit. It. It was not,
3: let's Everyone see starts at a cesspool gym. <laughs> no, can I be every honest? Every good relationship starts at it a was, cesspool It
1: was gym. one of those old, like raw Yeah, fuck gyms. yeah. Like like bodybuilding yeah, vibe. like bodybuilding <laughs> vibes. Bodybuilding vibes. When we started, we cast cast went Cast iron there. dumbbells. Oh, oh like no,
0: music yeah. was pumping. Always oh, bangers playing. We're every guy was a hot like receptionist. Like, like, you know, it was all happening. Fuck
3: every it every that game.
1: sounds mad. Oh, it was. And then every guy- But it was the size of this room. Let's go on the way home. This sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, we should we'll go for a training session. Um, And then like- you Oh, actually, guys I just you guys know.
0: You guys have been to performance, right? Yeah. 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 It's like the one that's like 500 meters down the road. Okay. Yeah. Right, next, you- to, right next to the Maccas. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah.
1: Anyways. <laughs> sucks, um,
2: sucks to be there.
0: <laughs> I'm bad. Bad.
1: <laughs> so we met in the gym. I was, long story short, I was at, I broke my leg in year 12. I got up to like 100 and- 14, fat. No, 114 kilos. Um, and got even more fat after I broke my leg. So I've gained a lot more weight. Saw the three digits. I was like, fuck, this is shit. I've got to lose weight. Went to the gym. Trained like an absolute, like... Idiot. Idiot. As you, got do. down, as, as as you, you all do. did, you don't know what the you fuck don't you don't know know what you're doing. doing. You don't know what else mm-hmm. to do. I got down to 77. Like really cut, like really lean. Mm-hmm. Um, he
3: did keto, by the way. <laughs> We've all done Hey, whatever works. <laughs> hey, whatever works. <laughs> right? I lost almost 40 Manage, kilos. Manages yeah. we, your protein, any calorie deficit.
1: But like now I find myself, like I... The motivation's there. I can go, I can train, I can be consistent, I can do it. But mm. when I go for a session with Karim, like there's that extra push that that coach can give you there on the side too. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm I'm doing a chess and he like, come on, come on, Michael. I don't a even, few more,
0: you know, we'll, we'll pump it out together. I don't even think it's a <clears throat> coach. Thing. I think like if you just train with a, obviously a good training partner, whether yeah, it's like I a mean, friend I, or whatever. I, I feel I'm like different. you're always going to get that. It, it all comes down to like internally. So like I know a couple of my friends, if we train together, they do not want to spot at all because mentally they go, if somebody's behind me, I, c- I can be weak and I can fall because they're going to save me. Whereas like I'm like the opposite. It's like if I see somebody behind me, it's like yeah. I have to put on a show and be the bigger person. It's not just that, it's like I can go yeah. to a failure
1: or because I've got. Yeah, it's, like there. yeah, yeah. fuck.
0: I, I know I'm safe, so let's just sit yeah. it. So yeah. I feel like it really comes down to like that mindset behind it as well. So how do you guys <laughs> like to train?
3: I think so. When you uh, answering that question, um. I'm very methodical with my training now, especially now more than ever. Yeah. Um, Cause I've spent years of just showing up. And I think yeah. that once you get really methodical, like I, Ben knows it. I don't like training with anybody. Um, because I just- I do,
1: no, I do usually too.
3: Cause, it, cause I just want to follow my program. Like yeah. I'm like, we can be in the gym at the same yeah. time. And that like, I think I used to train with a mate of mine and just do his program, whatever. And just like, didn't, was unhappy with the results. And then eventually it just got to the point where I was like, you and I are going to go to the gym at the same time, but I'm going to do my program. You know, and I'm going to stick to my level of intensity and effort that I've set for this week of the mesocycle. And I'm going to do my exercise and I'm going to do the, my way to, you know, maximize everything for me. So for me, it's like that's the approach I take to everything. Like obviously I don't have the, the – I don't have bad genetics, but I have good genetics. So I've got to do that extra little bit to make sure I get the most out of everything. And like I just think like with my mentality, it's just like I want to maximize the time that I'm there. You know, so that's the the approach that – and I've always taken that. Like I think being educated – from the get go, like going into university and stuff and learning about the human body and and exercise performance and training and stuff like that. Like I've always followed a program. It's like one of the lecturers said it's like every single time you go into the gym, you have a program. Mm. Yeah. You know, so I've always, like you know when you said like everybody's like kind of done shit training before. It's like I don't think I've done that much of it. Yep. Like it's always been really structured. Like the 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 quality of the programs like yeah like probably not that great. Um, but it's always been methodical. So That's the approach. And they're they're the people that we typically attract. It's like we we attract those people that live and die by the system, live and die by the method. And like even in business, like we do the same thing. It's like set it up so that you can follow it. Set it up so that it can be repeatable, progressive, you can review it and you know where things went well and where they didn't.
2: Yeah, I think that's one thing that stands out for me. People talk about the powerlifting community a lot. And I think that's a big part of it. It's like I'm the same as Jace. I like training Near people, not with people.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: I'm, I'm the same. Yeah. So like it, the best experiences I've had is like a bunch of guys all leading into a comp prep, um, like a powerlifting prep. Everyone's in the gym, but no one's actually doing the same thing. Yeah. Is it sort it's, of just
0: like going to the gym when it's like six o'clock and all your mates, everyone, everybody's finished work and it's just like good vibes.
2: Yeah, and, and it's like okay, so you've got a squat now. I'll wrap your knees. Three of us will spot you. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. will pat you on the arse up once you're done. And then cool, Disperse. you take your rest and then it's like, oh, they're about to hit yeah. their top set. I'll go and help and then go back into my corner and do my accessories and shit. And it, it, like no one's got, there's no demand from anyone else other than to support each other. And I think that works really, really well. Like we do Friday sessions where we train in the same gym. We don't train together, but it's yeah. nice for the boys to be in the
3: gym We train together, the workout goes three hours because we talk too much. Yeah. (laughs)
0: I can can vouch for like, I can agree with both of you in that point. It's like the only time I really train with someone is like if I'm really fucking flat and I'm super tired. It's like, Mm. then you sort of need that. Come on, like, let's fucking do this.
2: Yeah, Uh, It's it's interesting though. Like the more advanced you get as an athlete, the more you get to know what works for you. Mm -hmm. Even if you've got a coach programming for you, like they would be adapting to how you like to train and what you like to Mm -hmm. do. Jason and I trained very, very differently mm. in how we approach things, how we execute things and what works for us. So for us, as w- as much as we get along in the session, would go forever because we'd have such a good time. Someone's compromised yeah, or we both are yeah. in the execution of, if, if I was like, oh, I'll just do your program today. It's like, that's going to hold me back.
3: Yeah. 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 And to do that on a regular basis just doesn't compute you just, with my values. Yeah. My, you yeah, just cut I just can't yourself do it. short. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: but then in, in relation to what you said um about not following a program i literally did it the other week i was like you know it's like last couple of weeks of my mezzo i would just try just some new movement
3: <laughs> add some variety yeah
0: and it was the worst session of my life yeah, like yeah. I like when i was like mm, maybe i should do pec deck or try some dumbbells oh man and i, I just i was just yeah. going with it i'm like i don't get how people do this for years on <laughs> <Me too>. end <laughs> right. just like picking random shit i was like I, I was like i'm a coach and i understand how everything works and this feels shit like if you don't know what you're doing and you're trying to do this like Bro. how do you do this for years i have what's
3: 20 like, years of lifting experience and for me to walk into a gym without a program look like a fucking lost puppy yeah yeah
0: it's like yeah don't yeah. no, fuck that <laughs> yeah no
3: nah, i agree i just like this is not optimal i can't be bothered making this many decisions yeah it's predicated on what's available how are you supposed to progress this stuff how are you supposed to get specific like fuck that
2: yeah there's um is it jocko's thing it's like there's freedom and discipline yeah it's like because you don't have to make the decision that's already been made yeah yeah it's done yeah yeah amen. i like that a lot amen
0: I really like that. That that really resonated.
2: Wait, now that STC fit one liner <laughs> done. Freedom in discipline.
1: So you guys, so you had the background in sales. How did you get into the whole business aspect of of making it a of a business?
2: It's a good question. I just liked it. Um, I like figuring shit out, and I think like looking at my training evolution as well as like I kind of figured out the formula for body composition. I'm going to go do powerlifting now, kind of figured out the formula for strength training. I'm going to go do whatever the fuck I'm doing now, concurrent training. Um, But like, yeah, I think it's personality-wise, like that for me is I've been doing this progressively over the last year, started kind of really, my clients started to want to do it. So for the last three to six months I've been really driven in in, into it. Next week I'm catching up with a friend to write an entire programming model on. Mm. it's like that's just how my brain works Mm. so it's like going into business like okay how how do i figure this out Mm. how does instagram work
1: so when did you guys really feel like you you started to kick off and you know established instagram and got you know the podcast going and
3: i think kicking off is probably more before that like we always got told by um a previous mentor that we looked up to was like get famous in your gym Mm. get famous in your local area then go and move like this is you know social media was probably in its premature state, still really big. Yeah. Uh, probably a time where you could have uh, maybe Catched gone a little in. bit more viral. I think, at the, yeah. you know, cause the regulations and stuff weren't that tight. How um, long ago are we talking? Uh, we're pretty old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I think we, been, we started would, going hard on 2016. Socials 20, 2016. Yeah. 2016. Yeah. Mm, so yeah. No, so so but before, ideas.
2: before that we were going hard on socials for our clients. Yeah.
3: And it was, in, and we were going hard in the gym. Like, yeah. you know, we made, uh, like, posters, little, uh, like, little, I guess, like, squares of, like, you know, text and stuff that we'd put on machines for, like, cues and tips and stuff. Oh, wow. Like, we did yeah. everything we could to be the best in the gym be that the we guys. worked in. Yeah, yeah, we wanted the people in that gym to be, like, These are if the we wanted to get results, like, Ben and Jace are the people. You know? And we did that to the almost to the point where we got told we weren't allowed to do it anymore because the Don't other people to. that we worked with weren't going to put the effort in so it wasn't fair yeah and, and we then, had we had four <laughs> yeah, tra- bro.
2: we had four trainers doing pretty close to 200 sessions yeah right. Weeks so like <sighs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. Combined through the
2: four of us. So it was yeah. like- Oh, oh no, fuck that. Oh, so how's that even possible? Holy shit. Nah, combined across four. But we were four. doing, yeah 40, plus, yeah, 40
3: plus easily. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah,
2: the average across the group at times was 50 <clears throat> sessions. So it's like- yeah. yeah. It's a busy week. So that, w-
3: that was it for us. It and makes then- Makes my bones shiver now. I
2: think. Yeah. yeah. In terms of like when we kicked off, like we introduced our mentorship 2017, uh, where we basically- uh worked with a couple of guys who were in the gym that were struggling um we're developing our own stuff and then we basically just had this model that it was like a trainer can literally walk in show up and within six months be as good as a five-year pd what was from
1: this what was involved in that mentorship
2: uh so at the time uh it was basically just like the whole business model that we used contracts agreements pricing we did all their billing all that kind of stuff we still do um, education at that time was super time consuming for us because it was all face-to-face and it was all manual, like fucking print out shit and find a room and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Can we, Nowadays, please bring that we back? Can. I really want to go to like a seminar. And like you it. didn't come to the last one. So I could
3: not Oh couldn't wow! the last one, fucking
1: <laughs>
0: like, I mean, when, talk
3: about some muscles tell, and shit. Tell like, me when. Show me your availability, crew and we will create we'll a <laughs> Sounds You're good. Right? You just got to put yeah. nine other people in the room together. No <laughs> and pressure, we're and we're in. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Yeah.
2: um So yeah, that mentorship kicked off. We were basically recruiting new trainers coming in, uh helping them kind of get going, and, and being pretty successful with that. So I think twenty nineteen um so sorry do they
1: stick with within the stc fit or do they sort of like then absorb it and piss off and go on their own yeah so so
2: it was it depended on values and where they wanted to go with their career um so we had uh, i I won't do names but we had like another person who was brains trust who's now very successful by themselves um we had another couple of coaches that are now mentoring and there's a few of them now that are doing that, that are probably running kind of double six-finger bit businesses and stuff. Um, and then there was a few that kind of felt out PT for a few years and went and did other stuff. So there was no – at the time, um, there was no end point. What we did was try and find avenues for people to do other stuff. Okay, yeah. So I was like, you want to go – So it didn't concern education? you guys really – we wanted to well, keep people. I mean, I people. know you obviously want,
1: want to keep the best. Yeah, you people, want to yeah. keep trainers yeah. and you want but, to keep the best. But yeah, yeah.
3: if you if your goals to build people up to be the best that they can be, they're going to the see goals. that they're going to see that potential, and they're you know going to probably you know, if the values don't align, move on. That's fine. Yeah. And,
2: yeah. and nowadays we run it as it's it's a twelve month commitment initially, and then we'll decide at the end.
3: Yeah. together like mutually yeah this
2: is the direction that we think you could go with your career within stc fit do you want to stay what does that look like and then yeah. build from there okay
1: cool interesting
3: yeah but going back to your question about like when was it that we like started to focus on business and and all of that i think that like ben said if you want to be the best at something you have to look at everything that encompasses it and if we look at like the the spectrums of personal trainers, there's like, there's someone who's really good at business and there's someone who's really good at training people. The training, the people that are good at training people have the resistance to be really good at business because they're educated and yeah. you know, if you've gone to university, you're told that you're the best per, best thing since sliced bread and you don't need to fucking learn business and shit and you can just charge what you charge, right? And then the person that does, knows business and stuff seems to be the sneaky conniving person who's the shit PT in the gym. At the end of the day, you're going to attract a certain amount of people with the skill set that you currently have, right? So if you're the really proficient personal trainer, you're only going to attract a very few amount of people being just very proficient. So then it's like, okay, well, how do you fill the rest of your book? So you've got to learn business. You've got to learn marketing. You've got to learn sales. You've got to learn all these things to make it. Like you could run 10 sessions a week just being this the exercise scientist of your gym. It's okay, cool. That's good when you're living with your mum yeah and it's like what about when you got bills to pay and being a real fucking adult it's mm-hmm. like okay well now you need to and and how, how what do you need to do to survive like big businesses like looking at like success leaves clues they know everything they got like you look at their business it's like multifaceted. yeah so it's like if you want to be the best you've got to think about everything and i think that that's what we didn't do it's like we, we look at something and go okay how do i go all in on this you know from learning how to play golf and being shit at it to learning yeah. how to be a personal trainer and running a really successful business. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You guys mentioned in the intro that like the, the personal development element. See, I don't know if you said it's getting bigger or smaller. I live in my own bubble, so I don't know. It's a little bit overlooked. It's, it's Yeah. Okay. So look, another one liner for you, your business will only grow as much as you do. So from a personal development standpoint, those challenges that Jace was talking about, like overcoming the ego of like, yeah, I've got 40 sessions, but I only charge 30 bucks because I'm actually shit at it. And then, or I, I'm really good at it, but I've only got 10 clients because I'm too scared to put up that I'd need new business. Like overcoming that ego and learning and then overcoming the first time we ever filmed. And it took three and a half hours and we left with three minutes of footage. Like being able to like take that fucking hit, having, people in the like we said within the brains trust that we had built roles around within the business go yeah this doesn't really align with me anymore i'm going over here you're like fuck okay got to pick up the pieces change the business structure to do that it's all based on personal growth it's all based on okay here's the present situation now what do we do
0: i feel like a big deal it always comes down to like on a very loose loosely based it's like failure it's like if you're not failing you're not going to learn it's like you can't just nothing ever just is successful trial and error failure
1: it's it's it's
3: embracing failure and having resilience like resilience is the best characteristic that any person in entrepreneurship could develop and it's one of the things that a lot of people lack yeah for whatever reason it's like if you have resilience you have the ability to you know take the hits and come back with some lesson that's like okay this didn't work for whatever reason i need to either change this to approach it at it at a different angle or just not do it at all again yeah you know
2: as an example of that, like we did, you talked about when we kind of took off. So we really went in hard on the mentorship in 2017. By 2019, we did 1.2 mil revenue. Then fantastic. Yes, different huge. profit margins. And I'll put that out there, very different profit margins. But the couple of years later, it was like 500. Mm. Yeah. COVID, staff shortages, different business model. Yes the profit margins were very different more in our favor than what they were back then but overall turnover for the business totally different. Mm. So what do you do just go oh, I'll fucking quit. Like mm. we both probably thought about it at different stages but it's it's like this, this when the thing that you're doing is what you love you just find a way. Yeah. Business at the end of the day is business like you need to know how to do it.
1: And a perfect thing I saw the other day on social media was it was a really good like diagram is you know those things at the airport the flat escalator type things, yeah. Where it just the moves. Travelators, yeah. Yeah, the tra- is that what they're called, travelators? Yeah. 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 So if you're standing still on that and you're not doing anything, you go backwards. Whereas if you're walking, you're staying put. Mm. But if you're running, you're forward. moving forward. Yeah. And that's just a really good thing to do. Where it's like in perspective of business, it's like if you're not doing anything with your business, you're going to go back. Mm. And if you're stagnant and not changing, you're just you're just there. Yeah. Yeah um but in order to grow you need to like run and you need to move forward you need to constantly develop yeah. and businesses in history like if you're not surviving as a business it's because you're not adapting yeah yeah to, yep. uh, to to the point that's what it is unless like obviously some it falls back into people being uneducated in some areas but again it's just you you if you're failing in business you're probably not adapting or understanding systems as well as you especially should
2: right now fuck it yep. moves so fast crazy so fast yeah yep. Regulations like i and everything I, I just wrote a module for our social media strategy in our standout pt program that i wrote two years ago updated a year ago i reckon i replaced 85 percent of it yeah as you yeah. do because it's like it's fucking what was what worked a year ago doesn't, doesn't work, work anymore
0: yeah. yeah how are you guys going about that now with obviously all the standout pt stuff like how often do you guys have to think oh shit like This marketing thing or this sales thing—we do it every time. Yeah. Okay. Every Every, time, everything we
3: deliver, everything we do gets a review after it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, was it good? Every workshop, every piece of content, does it need updating? Are we better at delivering it? Has the information changed, improved? You know, moved away from, towards? Like, it. That's just one of the greatest assets that we have as people. Yeah. And as a business um and it's just i believe it's a due diligence as someone who's providing a service for someone yeah and
2: and it comes back to what you said about the travelator things like i've always
3: been a proponent of either you're growing
2: or you're dying yeah and it's funny you say that this like the the personal development thing has slowed down and it's not as popular as what it once was everything's about accepting where you are Mm. there's pros to that there's pros to not being fucking neurotic like i was at times working 80 hours a week at times ine- inefficiently and ineffectively for no real gain but also knowing that you have that button to push when you need to push it it's very valuable yeah um and the not growing or dying thing i saw the reason i bring up the social media thing is i saw someone put that up like oh there's such a thing as standing still it's like there's fucking not there's uh, not I, I've never seen it. I've never seen anyone go, you know what? I'm gonna put this on cruise no. control and it works. You stand no. still,
3: you lose momentum. I don't care what anyone says. You crash. 100%, 100%. Yeah.
2: And it's with training. It's with business. Yeah. Yep. It's with yeah. fucking relationships.
1: Yep. yep. You need to constantly evolve, constantly move, constantly change. Yeah. yeah. Constantly better
2: yourself.
3: Maintenance D- certainly works as bridging fat loss to muscle growth. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> but, but even then it's like,
2: you, it's like you don't stop fucking pushing in your training. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah nutrition it's the only time the that same. i can
3: really put together like when it's you know, staying the same or maintain yeah it's, it's, it's not it
1: so one thing i do believe in that sort of it's not it's adding to that right is so we we both have our professions we both work and there is the importance of i don't know what you do by the way so oh, I told him I'm in real estate. <laughs>
3: um, oh, this guy! <laughs> there is that should Im- be a Lamborghini at the front then. <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> financial literacy. <laughs> <laughs> um, there
1: is that importance, though. I believe too, and you guys can touch on it as well. But there's the importance of taking a break here and there, so you don't burn out. So, but. I'm not saying you're stopping. It's just being smart with how you progress. Instead of sprinting full force, traveling a hundred meters and then dying, yeah. you're jogging at a good pace. That's yeah. what the break aspect and component is in that.
2: Yeah. So here's a concept for you. And I started applying this to everything. Yeah. Business, training, everything. I don't post about it because other people don't understand the language. I stopped recovering and I started preparing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So people go, I'm gonna work for twelve months, twelve weeks and then I'm gonna take a holiday to recover. Yep. Yeah. And then I'm gonna go again. Yeah. Fuck that. Prepare. Put yourself. In, yeah. Get eight hours sleep and then go to the gym. Yeah. So you're putting your, not,
1: your, yeah, you're setting up a self you're setting up a system for yourself yeah. where, you know, you're not crashing.
2: It's a mentality shift though. It's not yeah. like after I train I need to have my protein shake inside in at seventeen minutes and thirty five <laughs> seconds to capitalise on the anabolic window so I can recover. No, no, no. Is that, that, session's no. <laughs> <laughs> that session's no. That session making
0: me look shit, bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that session's done now. Yeah, forget about it. Yeah, yeah. How Forward. do I best prepare for the next one? Yeah, while I eat enough it. protein, I get enough sleep, I do enough. Okay, this phase of rebuilding the standout PT program is done. Okay, how do I best prepare for finishing the book that I've been working on for a year? Yeah, like okay, I, if I take some time off, I'll probably clear my head and get excited about doing that again yeah so take the week off prepare i'll probably write half of it in my head before i even get to it once i hit the computer we're fucking on yeah versus i'm so exhausted i need to go lay on the beach for a week yeah and then try and switch back on i don't think that that works but the just at least for me it's it's a more positive mindset to be like i forget that Now I need to prepare for what's coming next and rest is a really important part of-
1: 100%, yeah. So it's funny you say that in the sense of like, it doesn't work for you, right? But let's take it back to the point of training Mm. and how things work for you, but don't work for someone else. Yeah. I think on a grand scheme, so- Yeah, so- say- Sorry. Yeah, so like, it's just funny you're saying that because you can apply it to a a, a mental state. Mm. Some people might be better off doing that. Some yep. people might be better off doing that way rather than like your way, for example. Mm. So it's just interesting. People like, because you guys are talking about training and how things are different for people, but then you're sort of saying, I do this and I believe this, whereas that might be different for someone else. 100%, yeah. 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 yeah.
3: yeah. I think whatever is going to get the most out of you and give you the best return on your time and effort is yeah. something that you always should gravitate towards. But yeah. that doesn't mean that like what you think now is going to be the thing that's going to work forever. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, boots on the ground... You know, skin in the game is going to allow you to develop and and think and pivot and then go. Oh, this is the best for me. Like yeah. we we I don't believe in the whole burnout thing. Like I like I said with Ben, it's like you just didn't prepare, you. you just didn't prepare well. Like yeah. you know, yeah. You you can train for fifty two <laughs> weeks in a year if you wanted to. It's just you got to prepare to train yeah. and approach things in a way that's going to keep you in the gym fifty two weeks in a year. So if you want to work on your business for fifty two weeks in a year, you have to approach your week, your day, and your your practices in that manner there's going to be people who like to sprint mm. i don't like rep and reserve i go in the gym and push as hard as possible so when when you talk about training it's like all right we'll have to deload every four weeks mm. but it's like if you go hammer and tong with your business fine make yeah. a system that you can you know do that so that you can continuously not hit a point where you get stagnant not hit a point where you get uh, a no return on your time uh, and then just make it evolve it into a way that you can just do that forever
1: yeah mm. and that, that would have to change all the time
3: yeah i think it does and i think as you you're... get older you kind of want to you know your time is finite the older you get yeah. like there's yeah. our sign off of like us being older in this room <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, like we know that like there's a a time, a deadline at the end of life. Like we know we're getting, we're not close to it, but we're getting there. So every time I go to work or every time I go to the gym, it's like, I'm trying to get the most out of me, but then I'm also trying to think about the other facets of life that are important to me now. Mm. And they're way different to what is important to you guys right now. And when Mm. I was your age, I was like, I just want to party. I just want to get massive. I just want to (laughs) fucking live for the weekend. And I just want to do it all again and like go fishing on a Friday. And that's it. Yeah, Maltese,
1: mate. Fishing's awesome. You would know.
3: So, but now it's different. Now it's like, I've got a wife, you know, I have two German shepherds that I love to death. So like they uh, make up majority of my life. My training goes from five days a week to four, you know, and it's like, and then I've got, you know, nieces and nephews and my brothers are getting on with life and I've got these you know businesses that we run now. So all of those things make me adapt to how I run my business and how I get the most out of my time.
2: Yeah. I think the biggest trap is people don't actually, like Jay said, everything we do, we sit back and reflect on. Most people don't do that. Yeah. So the message that comes from rest or like burnout or recover or whatever, I feel like that starts to become a trap of-
3: This is going to happen.
2: I feel tired- so I need to rest. Yeah. Like the job's not done. Exactly. So do the job. And then if you fucked it up and you killed yourself and ran yourself into the ground, reflect on that and plan it better next time. Like yeah. for me, burnout means you made a mistake. Yeah. And I, we've been burnt out. I've fucking like cried in my car after work in the garage before I could go inside before. Like that, that is burnout because I took on too much shit. And it was like, what yeah, did but we, that's what did an expectation
1: that happens though.
2: What did we do after that? Yeah. Took a step back and went, hey, we're both fucking miserable. We're mm. making heaps of money, but this is shit. Mm. Yeah. The next three years, we changed our business model totally. I work half the hours, make the same money. Mm. Mm. So it's not it's not like avoiding burnout because you don't learn. if You don't yeah. get to the, the end of something and go, fuck, and yeah, actually yeah. sit back and reflect. I think it's a really valuable thing. Yeah, it's a learning process think, too, but and that's I'm,
0: evolving. I think on a very broad spectrum you can just say it's correct me if I'm wrong if I've misunderstood this like you can just say it's being proactive rather than be re- reactive. Like you said, prepare. Yeah. yeah. Don't wait for it to fuck up. Like don't it, it that's, and that's
3: even reflect, with anything it's both. It's both. It's goal yeah. setting you've and reflection. To, you've got to yeah. yeah you've got to get burned. It's like bringing literally, it back to training because we're all bros here. It's like how do you know when you can't do any more reps? How do you know when volitional fatigue has happened? You if you've never if you've yeah, never been there. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know. So you just to like do in
0: g- general populations like people wait for, for themselves to get sick before they want to eat vegetables and drink more water and yeah. start going yeah. for walks. It's like why? Like why do we have to wait for something to fuck up yeah. before yeah. we want to implement change? Yeah, and
3: if you look at the most successful people and the people that we look up to and, and, and admire, it's like they don't they don't they're not wired that way. Mm. They don't think that way. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's 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 live or die by preparation.
0: Yeah even yeah. training, it's like a lot of people just like deal just shit and then they're tent they've got tendonitis and then like you have to take time off. It's like, bro, just yeah. take a one week off, chill out for yeah. a week.
3: Or or train smarter. Yeah. 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 Anyways, <laughs> no, but it's a valuable thing to unpack because you don't want to. We don't want to the next generation of people to come out and go. Oh, every time it gets a little bit hard, I need to stop because yeah. I'm gonna burn out. It's like yeah. don't build these self fulfilling prophecies. How do you know? Yeah, it's like yeah. Push when it yourself, happens, when it happens, yourself. then you know. It, like, but the burnout might be worth the reward. Yep. Yeah, you know, like yep. you might it uh, might take that level of effort. And sacrifice and time to get what you need, yep. and actually be burnt the fuck out. Yeah, you know? I've had this
0: conversation with Michael. Like, you know, he'll see me get up, you know, really early for my session, whatever it might be. He'll be. Like, oh, you're gonna burn out. You're gonna burn out. I'm like, cool. Like, and when that happens, I'll reflect on it. That's it. I'll I'll take the time off that I need mm. and prepare for the next one. Yeah, but I don't want to cut myself short because I'm scared of burn what out. If what if? Yeah, I burn there's out?
2: a there's a lot of push as well from much more successful people than me. Um, that causes the way they term it is that people who are enjoying what they do. Yeah. Don't burn out. Yeah. So and I, someone said it to me the other day, uh, the other week, like you should be more, if you're on, on path, you should be more energized at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm. So if you're like in real estate or in business or in PT or whatever, if you have a cracker day you feel better at the end of it, not worse. Yeah, yeah
1: I fucking agree.
2: So what burnout kind of tells me and if I'm starting to feel that way and we had a, this discussion yesterday mm. about a segment of our business and Jason and I were like, hey, this isn't fucking ticking any the boxes that it used to for me anymore. Mm. Do we need to change this? Like what what's going on? Because I am, I'm showing up to do this thing and I'm not, I'm tired afterwards because mm. that's a bad sign for me. Because mm. it's, yeah, it's it, like, that's a warning. And I think that is more important than avoiding burnout. It's creating a life you don't burn out from. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So if Karim likes getting up and training people at 5.30 in the morning, that won't be a problem. I fucking hated it. <laughs> so It's the, not a morning person. The first thing guy, I man. could do was like, <laughs> all right, I'm going to train mums from 9 till 11 and then yeah. train myself. And I'll work. I'm happy to work till 9 p.m., but 5.30 in the morning and rather be shot in the face. So that's it's, if, if Karim likes it, Jace used to like it. I would say I like it, it
0: but again, it sort of comes back to, I think it's like, you know, doing what has to be done. Yeah.
2: So it's yeah. like, but yeah. I, I also used to drive home at eight thirty at night and sing in the car all the way home. Cause I fucking loved what I was doing. Mm. So like I'm yeah. not burnt out working all these hours uh, because I enjoyed it. I think that's really, really big. One thing I wanted to touch on is like li- li-
0: a little bit of a lighter topic. Uh, still social media and that sort of thing but it's like especially in our industry I was yeah. like if you got a good rig you're automatically smart and it really fucking shits me.
3: We spoke about this yesterday we yeah. fucking talk about everything. It <laughs> fucking shits me. Yeah. I think um, I think for the audience if you're trying to decide on whether somebody is worth your time and attention and maybe even your uh, exchanging of funds for services the way they look isn't always the only like it, it's not the only major decision you know, that you should run by. Like you need to look at the results that they get with other people. You need to look at the message that they're bringing out, how consistent that message is. Because there's a lot of people that change their message. If you pay attention, it's like one week it's, you know, keto. The next week it's fucking, we we love carbohydrates. The next week it's fasting. Like it's like, that's somebody who's confused and that's somebody who doesn't know where the roots of their business lie. I don't want to exchange funds with somebody for a service like that because you don't know what you're going to get based off where their minds are. Our, the roots of our business have been the same. You know, foundation of strength, move towards hypertrophy, <clears throat> fat loss, you know, strength at a, at a specific a specificity level, whatever you want to do. The last thing is like, you know, what information or what value are they bringing to the community? Mm. What are they bringing to that person? There's so many people who look good and do whatever the fuck they want who only train the person the way that they would train themselves. Yeah. And so I think that's- got-
1: you guys will attract that though. Cause that's you speaking from a, obviously, you know, your history and everything. And yeah, you're, you know, you have your own business, but for majority of people on social media, like those girls and boys on Instagram and stuff, are they seeing a jacked guy or, or, you know, jacked mm. girl and who just looks mm. good and got great jeans and they're a PT. They'll be like, Oh fuck. You know, they look good. So they know what they're doing.
3: Attraction is <laughs> one of the uh, major elements. The to,
1: law, law of attraction.
3: Yeah. And it's like, if you, and if you're an attractive person, we said this yesterday. <laughs> Life's like, better. Life is better. <laughs> Everything is better. It's actually been proven. How do you know if you're an attractive person? Well, it's been proven by science that attractive people yeah. just get further yeah. in life. They get better As opportunities. In like, to the point of
2: like, you go to jail for less time. Yeah, bro. yeah, Your sentences. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, your no, literally. Less it's, time, true it's true though. It's true. It's true though. They did like polls of groups of people that had been sentenced, then got people to rate their attractiveness and the people who were more attractive got lower sentences.
1: Yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah. So just Jeff, carry that Jeff over Dahmer. to everything
2: else.
0: I've got to start taking care of my skin. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've got a skincare routine <laughs> now. Fake tan tomorrow. <laughs> for I'm too far. Like, I'm, You'd have
0: I'm, to have a skincare and beard routine.
3: <laughs> I'm too far gone for that. Put it in the comments. So, everyone so, <laughs> so then if so, knowing where your strengths are, mm. mine don't lie in that law of attraction. Yeah, you've got to find something
2: unfortunately, else. Unfortunately, Jason, and I aren't tens.
3: Yeah. But, <laughs> But I can totally understand that, like, knowing that people are initially like need that attraction. Yeah. And it's like, if you don't possess, if you're not a 10, mm. or you're not a nine, it's like, what do you have that differentiates you from them? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be how fucking good you are at your job and the results that you get with your people. Yeah. So and that's the thing that we've always lent into.
2: I think, like, like you said, it is frustrating as a coach to see a coach across the other side of the gym or on the internet or whatever who is in amazing shape or they're super strong or whatever so they have a full book and you listen to them speak and you're like i yeah. say that i know that uh, or yeah. you you get a, a client come from them and you see their program you're like what the fuck is this yeah like that happens a lot and it's really frustrating the solution is everything that jay said it's just like provide more value yeah um and you'll probably get a better quality clientele anyway. Like you, you were saying today, like 100%. you love everyone you're working with. That's a big part of it because they're not coming to you just because you're the biggest bro in the gym and they want to be the biggest bro in the gym okay. and that is always going to be... It's like, well, someone else is bigger who said something else. So, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's like, aligned well,
0: with their values as well. Like yeah. They don't care about like that you're the smallest person where it's like, cool. You're educating them, they feel empowered, they're getting strong, they're getting results, they feel good, they look good. You've ticked all the boxes.
2: Yeah, so there's definitely definitely value and it would be the same in your industry yeah, I, was yeah. I was just gonna say, say you're, you're know, like, different like different the, <laughs> the joke about the lambo is kind
3: of yeah. half a joke
2: right because it's like the the real yeah. estate agent but has I, to have the oh, nice we've, suit we've, the nice car yeah, the
0: nice whatever he must have a mansion mm. so.
3: I, don't, I don't want my, my agent rocking up to my house in a banged up corolla yeah with a shitty suit on and he's fucking hasn't manicured his his face and shit yeah, it's the I, car it,
1: shits me, but I understand in terms it's, of like facial.
3: It's, you got to look. Suit. You got to look the part. You got to yeah. look a certain way, and you have to act a certain but way.
2: No different to how a chick with a nice ass shits us. Yeah, yeah, yeah it like would. it's like a thing. Like the that, car
1: thing shits me because like there's been times where like, like I've got an Audi, but there's been times where I've just like fuck it. It financially makes sense for me to sell that car and buy a Toyota. 100%. Yeah, and I would like that, you know, yeah, yeah. but um. And to be honest, half the times you go to people's houses, you park down the street anyway, so they don't fucking see the car. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah.
2: But the image is still important. Hundred percent. Right? So yeah. The same with fitness. The yeah. image is important. You can control what you can control. Jason and I had a conversation about what we we're going to wear before we came. Mm. I need a fucking haircut, so I've got a hat on. I, I didn't don't. want to look like a bro with a hat on. That's Jace's move. So I put some glasses. My in. hat just matches my outfit. <laughs> These matches. glasses are pretend- They can't even <laughs> see your shoes, nah. bro. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. also too
1: much. So if I had an nah. agent, and I'm not sure about you guys, if I had an agent rock up in a Lambo to an appraisal, I'd tell him to go get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that has been times what we've heard. It's like, yeah. what, like, what are you trying to prove?
3: To, to you, but that's no different to... The dude who's got the six pack yeah. and who looks like a superhero in our industry—it's like there's people we're going to yeah. tell we're going to go. I'll get fucked. like I don't want to work with that dude. But there's people that are going to go. This person's got a Lambo. Lambo means successful. Successful is good. I want that guy as my agent. Yeah, and shit, that shit that's fucking shits me. Yeah, and I, so we're talking about the, same, exactly the, same. I I'm the same. I'm seeing Lambo.
1: I'm seeing f- this guy borrow money to buy it. Air raid, like fuck, like you yeah. know. I I think-
2: think- so take that fitness industry. You're seeing genetics, steroids. Photoshop, lighting, tan, good camera, good editing—all of that comes together. Ten by ten on the hip thrusts, and you've got to—you, your job is to compete with that.
1: I see, I see. At the end of the day, I feel like there's people out there that see through the smoke and mirrors and see through the bullshit. There's, there's enough that we've done, and okay they're the clientele that you actually want, anyways. Yep. That's exactly what yep. he was
0: saying. It's like they don't care what they're I've you,
1: gone up. I've gone up against a guy before that's had a fucking like a nicer car than me before, but. I mean, i got it. Like you get the business. It's just a matter like there's people there that really see, you know, I mean, it's slightly different. It's slightly different with us too. Cause a lot of, at the end of the day, a person, if you're choosing someone to sell your, one of your biggest assets, you want someone you can trust. Yeah. And having a Lamborghini doesn't necessarily mean that you're trustworthy.
0: Exactly. right. You would actually feel more inclined. I feel like more the thing with business in general. Yeah. So like, you need that trust. It's like, if you're, it's like, uh, what did we say? Something, reciprocation something. It's like when you- The law so, of reciprocation. Yeah. Like, give, you'll receive. Exactly yeah. that. It's like, yeah. Yeah, you'll be able to trust someone, have a good conversation with them. It's like, mm-hmm. like they could come in the but come in the night super. but if they're a piece of shit, mm-hmm. don't know how to sell properly and you don't actually get along with that person. You're like, well, I actually don't trust you with this part of my yeah. life. Yeah. So, so, and so
2: arguably your health and yeah. v- body for most people exactly. that hire us because they- yeah place health and fitness in the top three priorities of That's their life a it's also about it's like if i don't trust you then i'm not giving you my money yeah, yeah whereas the gen pop like the the normal person that just like sees a real estate agent with uh, the lambo is a bad example because it's so flashy yeah say an s-class or a land rover a range range rover or something like that it's like it's more subtle but it means success yeah, yeah. It does, the, yeah. the reason like Jason and i have both been through it we both bought mercs Here's a perfect example of image, right? Went to my in-laws Christmas, had my arm leaning on the tray of a fully optioned VW Amarok. Were they 120 grand? Yeah, something like that. Nobody even bets an eye. Leaning on it. The owner of that walked up to me and went, fuck, is that your C-class Merc out the front? You must be fucking killing it. My car's worth half what yours is worth, bro. Just because it had the silver arrow on the front. So like that happens everywhere and you can't, I get just as frustrated as as you with it. And as you would with old mate that's in his $5,000 suit. The only way to combat it is what you said is just provide more value. Yeah. Perceive value.
3: Yeah. Provide it though. Yeah. Yeah. Provide the value. Give and you'll receive.
0: Even even just like back to the car thing. Like I'm sure we've all said (laughs) those new land cruisers. All the traders have. They're like, Yep. minimum 100 grand yeah. minimum
3: it's yeah, so our five lux, or something like that yeah 100 yeah, yeah.
2: yeah but no one will ever look at that yeah. the same way as they would even like a c-class merc
0: yeah yeah and i think i saw this on social media and i think again reset it as well it's like if you tell someone hey, i need 10 grand right now and they go well for you, you go, oh i'll give you a ferrari they'll do it they'll find a way to give you 10 grand because they see the perceived value yeah. of a ferrari so it's like yeah. again it's like if you can provide that then they'll I understand where you're coming from yeah. and the exchange services. So yeah, the
2: other yeah. thing to consider that you touched on within the fitness industry is the hot chick or the jack dude blows up. We've also got to consider how young the fitness industry is. Yes. Yeah, it's premature. And that 30 years ago, that was the only guy that knew fucking anything about training. Mm. Yeah, it was the guy that went to the gym all the time and got the results and you looked different to everybody else and they were like, hey, you personal training didn't exist as a profession 30 years ago. I feel like it didn't it's, even exist as a profession so
3: that 15 years ago, that
2: cultural element of like, well, you look like that. So you must know is a symptom of just being really young. Cause how long have okay. doctors been around for ages? You can walk into a doctor's office and they can be overweight, probably smoke, probably drink every day, work too many hours, their own blood work's fucking terrible. <laughs> and they'll tell you that your blood work sucks and you will take them seriously. Yeah, because they're in a white coat. Because well, a doctor uh, it means something. You know, a GP means physician, something. Authority. So we don't have that yeah. in our
3: industry. I, w- yet. I
1: wouldn't. If I saw a fat doctor and I knew he was like every doctor eight. I know is fat. Really?
3: Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: well, that's why I think. That's why it, I think there's a whole shift now in terms of the health industry. You know, I, I, not many people I know. In, in my demographic and age who are very serious about their health it's like stick still it's to knowledge. A GP. It's like he could
0: be fat. Like I could be I could if I could continue to bulk now and get super overweight. I still have all the knowledge on how to train how to eat right. Yeah, but you're not taking action. Yes, correct. But I'm saying it's like the doctor still knows I would
1: not and I would not, with all due respect, I would not respect someone who's I mean, I, I don't know if respect's the right word, but I probably wouldn't entrust in someone who doesn't even take their own so, services into account. So the
2: fat doctor tells you you've got cancer, you don't agree. I'd go get a second opinion. Are you fucking From entitled? a skinny doctor who did- they Cousin did the test. bro, what? They did the how,
1: test, When you're doing <laughs> a scan and it's a machine determining so that- if
2: I'm fat and I put you on a pinch test- And, so and you're say you're fat. you're fat. You need right. to lose weight for your health. You won't listen to him. You won't listen to the calipers. It's the test.
1: I think I would li- look. I think I would listen to it, but I would just sort of be like, it's hypocritical, <laughs> in a sense. Like it's just you know, like it's it's hypocritical. Yeah,
2: but that, the, so what? The the theory of what we're discussing it's is that like The doctor holds more perceived value because they've been an, they've been a. Institution for such a long period of
3: time. Yeah, and just think about like ninety-nine medicine in general. Yeah, and mm. general practice is has been around for fucking hundreds yeah. of years. So a, a politician
2: with a position we'll comes out and says, "The c-word is gonna kill you," and ninety-nine percent of the population go, okay. i think i stick to the c-word. You're not actually saying it. Yeah, that's fine." That's yeah, that's well good. otherwise you get marked because nah, then Spotify. you get marked on Spotify. You can't <laughs> <say> <laughs> that's that. why we got marked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, you can't say it. you can't say it. They're yeah. probably even gonna start using the c-word. Like, yeah, maybe.
2: Spicy cult. but cough. Right. So that happens, right? 99% of the population go, cool. That guy's not even a doctor. He's a politician. But yeah. what he said, I assume that he had advisors to advise us that. So I'm going to listen. I get a personal trainer comes out and says, Hey, maybe you should have some other stuff. People go like, fuck off. You're a personal trainer. You don't know. Mm-hmm. So the value still isn't there. I get what you're saying. But
1: I think in terms of like that regard, it's a little bit different to when you're actually buying a service or a product. And in terms of like, cause a doctor at the end of the day is your health. You're right. If you, if a fat doctor tells you you've got cancer, there's, there's tests and machines that have determined that you've got cancer. But what I was trying to say in the sense of like image, right? Mm. If you're, I think health is just a little bit sort of off track cause it's, you know, it's health, right? Whereas if you've got a PT and, and honestly, if you've got a PT, if you've got two PTs to pick from, they've both got the exact same amount of knowledge, if not. You know, there's a fat PT who's got a little bit more knowledge. If if you've got two PTs in front of you, you've got one who's obese and you've got one who's skinny and okay, fit.
0: I, I don't think we should say obese. I think obese is like you're going to be more inclined extreme opposite ends. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying but yeah, you're yeah, going to be
1: more inclined yeah. to pick the one that looks better and looks healthier. It's the exact same thing
2: how you just said. I'm yeah. going to pick an agent who's so more groomed. That's mm. that's yeah. that's that's the point we're making. Yeah. and that a lot of that is actually predicated on genetics, drug use you don't know how healthy someone is because they've got abs or they're jacked. Yeah, exactly. Someone who's peeled is probably actually very, very unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More than likely, probably, like, yeah. I don't want to say at least 50% of the time, incredibly narcissistic. So it's like, okay, well, what layers are we starting to put on there? It's like the fucking abs here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of people <laughs> that are like, well, I look like this and this is the most important thing in my life. <laughs> I'll give you my program so you can pay me and I can train and that what we're doing, my shots? All right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah I get so it So it's actually your perceived your perception is no different to me rocking up and seeing the Corolla parked next to the S-Class and going I'm hiring that guy mm-hmm. It's Exactly the same thing you could yeah. be the best agent and you just think that paying $250,000 for a car is dumb and I'm going to buy a house instead and be the best real estate agent in the suburb but perceptually the client's going to go, I pick that guy just like you would pick the guy with the abs, even though he's actually probably not in a healthier state. Mm-hmm. I could deadlift 270 kilos last year. That's mm. Now I could probably deadlift 200. I'm eight times healthier than I was last year, but you would hire the strong guy, right? If you wanted to learn to deadlift.
1: Yeah, you would. Yeah. You'd be more inclined. Yeah. yeah. So but is, my knowledge hasn't changed. It is a
3: thing. Mm.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, we could talk about this forever. We this, do it this, all the time. This this yeah. could go on forever. We do it all the time. Cuz then
1: it goes to like how you can also understand your client as well.
3: You know, I think that if you're looking at this and going, well, how do I not get pissed off about it? Cuz mm. that's I think the the next movement from this question is that. It's like rather than thinking about all of these things that you don't possess, uh, for whatever reason, be it genetics, work ethic, you know, desire, whatever, it's work with what you have available to you and how can you get the most out of it. Mm-hmm. And understanding the people you work with should sh- should, or should be anyway, even if you do look great, yeah. the thing that you should focus on. Mm. If you understand somebody and you identify with them and you can solve their problems and it's you can connect issues. with them, yeah. they're going to identify you as the person that's going to help them. Yeah. You know? So then it's like you remove the face value client who's probably going to sit there and work with you for 12 weeks and it's going to be the most pain in the fucking ass experience anyway. Yeah. And you start to align yourself with people like Karim has now mm. who walks in every day. It's like, these are the fucking people I want to train yeah. with. You know, I like them. They understand the system. They're in this for the long run because they align with my values and all that. It's like, that's the, the, the thing I would take all of my attention to and not even think about the shredded person that yep. gets busy i don't even think about it anyway like, it's an
2: evolution of the client too like when you start out in the gym it's like well who's who's the hottest person on the internet i'll buy their 20 dollars pdf program and i'll start there and i'll get some rego- results and i'll stop getting results and then maybe i look at a personal trainer who's in good shape and then i start working with them and then there's flaws within that so mm-hmm. now i have a different level of knowledge of who i want to work with i yeah. know more about training i know more about this they couldn't solve that problem, but that person seems to consistently get results with the problems that I'm facing. And that's what we were talking about earlier with the online thing with the, the younger PTs who haven't identified their problem solving ability and what problems they're really good at solving. Yeah. Struggle in the online space because they're competing with the people that look good for the same client who's yeah. just like, I'm at entry level. Mm. So it's like, I can buy, I don't know, some famous bodybuilders program or pay you like, well, they look like that. So I'm, a, and I know nothing about training. Like the conversation, the shredded person standing next to the kind of chubby person, your pick picking the shredded person, as you progress through training, you're like, actually the shredded person might be a dick or just give out programs that he follows. And I'm looking for something very specific. Cause so now I'm like, actually, well, That person trains lots of people like me. They seem to get a lot of results. I'm by that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how that evolution happens as well.
0: Yeah. I get what you're saying. I think that's a really, really good note to wrap up on. Um, Like, it's like, it's it's not even about the money. It's not about what's on, what's the word? Um, Surface level. It's Mm -hmm. like, do you connect with the person? Do you solve their issues? Is and on the on the client end, it's like, is that, do you get along with that person? Do you like that person? Yeah. Are they solving your issues? Can you see the value in what they're providing? And if they yeah. do, yeah. then exchange your service or product.
2: Yeah. And I, I think to take it, I don't know if you guys go down other business routes on the podcast as well, but to take it into your industry as well, it's like, if you can walk into Jason's selling his house at the moment, right? There's feelings that come with that. If you can come in and go right now, you feel yeah. anxious, stressed, overwhelmed, panicked about interest rates, panicked about this, panicked about that, blah, blah, blah. If you want to make social media content, you hammer and hammer it, hammer and hammer and hammer hammering it. And some other guys post in his S class. Yeah. It's like you'll win. Mm, yeah. yeah that's that, the thing. That battle yeah. that you said side by side with the guy that had the nice car, I won. It's like you identified the client's problems better. Yeah. And ultimately, yeah. if you want to win in business, you have to continue to do that. People buy with emotion, confirm with logic. Yeah. And a lot of these, the, the hyper successful ones that have, great businesses so i look at like say hattie or jordan and prescript sports model project for Hattie. those people had mad strength mad physiques great looking very charismatic that got them an opportunity yeah they took that opportunity they're both incredibly talented at what they do incredibly smart they both meet their clients where they're at. They both provide really good services. Identify
3: with a with a specific. Audience. So yeah.
2: they fucking kill it because yeah. they have all of it across the board. So I- you still have an opportunity, as Jason and I say, like we're not tens, but we still have an opportunity to work with people who are in that space.
1: I think arrogance, not 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 being without being an arrogant like prick. I think confidence and assertiveness is very important as well. Oh, it's
3: infectious, man. So yeah, if you go yeah. into, if
1: I go into a house and say. This is how you're feeling. This is what I'm going to do for you to help you with that process. And this is how we're going to get you the best result. Mm. It's all PLR language. Yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, I, don't, I don't want anyone who's nervous. Don't I don't want anyone. If you've got
1: someone walking in the house and like, um, You know, uh,
3: so the best example, Ben's heard this a million times, but whatever. I, I tore my ACL and I needed to have surgery. I put it off to after school because I wanted to go to university, blah, 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 blah. I went and saw a surgeon, he was like, oh yeah, we can do it, oh, this might happen, we don't know if it's going to be fixed, this, that, I was like, fuck man, like is my leg going to fall off? Like I walked out of that and, like scared. <laughs> yeah. So then my mate was like, go see this dude, he's the best. That was it. Went and saw him, he looked at my scan, asked me some questions and he said, all right, so we're doing this Monday and it was like Thursday <laughs> and I was like, whoa, like nah, like I need to to prepare my business, whatever. So I was like, can we do it the week after? He said, like, yeah, no problem and I was like he's like we're going to do this this that because you'll be fine. Yeah, that's he goes, it. He we'll bang it out Monday morning. He goes we'll bang it out Monday morning. That's what he said. Yeah. So that's a guy. Bang it out that morning. is a fucking guy <laughs> who's God got mixed. skin in the game. He's yeah. like he made me feel so comfortable. You'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. So it's like I was like sweet. He was more expensive. All of that didn't care. Yeah. I was like you're the best. You made me feel comfortable. You solved my problems. You're, uh, you're the person.
2: Take that to selling houses right now yeah. in yeah. the current climate. Like interest rates are going up. Everything's uncertain. Is it going to crash? Blah, blah, blah. If you walk in and just be like, oh, look, you know, it's a bit tough out there right now. And, you know, yeah. I'm not sure if I'm <laughs> going to be able to find you a buyer. And look, I'll do the best I can. You're fucking. Yeah. You're versus someone being, who walks in and be like, nah, this that's, will suck. That's what I heard We'll get this for
3: this. When I spoke to my agent yesterday for the first time, and I was like in you're my sucked. head, I like, I was sitting on the table and I was like, this language doesn't compute with me, yeah. and I started to get mad about it. And I was like, "I'm going to hang up." And then I said to Ben, "I'm like, he's got two weeks. Yeah, so I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to hear excuses. I just want to hear I'm going to do what I need to do.
2: Yeah, I'm going to fix this. Yeah, problem. I
3: don't need you to yeah. tell me something that's unrealistic. That's fine. Like you don't sit there and say like, oh, I'm going to sell your house tomorrow and it's going to be over overpriced, whatever. Right. I just need you to say I'm going to do everything I can to sell this home. Yeah, yeah. that's it." And this is what I'm going not, to do. Not, oh, yeah. people are scared. This, that. It's like I don't need to hear your excuses, bro. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what I'm going to do with me? Yeah, it's conviction is everything. It's infectious, and, and we as humans love it.
1: I think yeah. that's what is the
2: most important.
3: Conviction. Hundred yeah. yeah.
2: percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's. We talk about it all the time, like in the PT space. Every gym, every every single gym has a quote unquote shit PT that does bad workouts with bad form with all of their clients, and they're booked the fuck out. Why? Because they bring that. Yeah. They bring community and they bring that. And every other PT, the ones that we're talking about earlier that were like highly technically proficient and carry a little bit of a chip on their shoulder because they've put all this time and effort and start into study, they look. They walk past and they go, oh, they're fucking shit. I fucking hate them. Instead mm. of well, what are they doing right? Yeah. Well, they're not second guessing themselves. They're not scared to ask for the sale. They're not scared to put out free shit. They're not scared to what talk to people in the gym for. So they've got a business.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well done. I fucking love it. That was sick. I got so much out of that. My brain's just like doing a million things. Can <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, no, we say that?
3: <laughs> Usually when the conversation can go forever, it's like, it's good. Oh, yeah, it's it good. is. It
0: is. I yeah. yeah. oh, could sit here and talk for an ages. But, but I think on we, that, yeah, thank you, you very, it. very much boys. Thank you for traveling out to us. That's all right. A bit Any of time. a hike. No, uh, it's all good. I got so much out of that. I did too. Yeah, for sure. Fucking, awesome. I love that. It was a good laugh as well. Um, if you guys already aren't following oh. Jason and Ben on Instagram, please do so. And STC Fit, STC Fit Learning. And they have a podcast, everything. Coaching, business, you name it, it's all out there. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for
2: having us, guys.